Grant and Patrick. Yeah, Grant Patrick. We're not gonna say that though. Uh, all right, so they can't look at look at look at you right here. So my half. We all know. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, little children, dogs and cats, it's your boy Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chu on that, aka Mr. Um, I'm that guy, aka Mr. <laughs> no, look, it's your boy Randy Chu, aka Mr. Slap your great, 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 great. Grandmother, and I'm here with, of course, my co-host Christopher J, uh-huh. aka Mister I'm Him, uh huh, which is where you got that I'm that guy from. But it's cool. I'm, uh-huh. I'm saying it trickles down. I hear you. Aka Mister Essential himself, aka the real Mister Skirt Skirt. Oh, <laughs> listen, and I have another co-host that joined me tonight. Yes, sir. He's a he's gonna be a co-host on another show that I'm gonna be doing in the future um, because the True Nation uh, radio station is is expanding its horizon. So um, I'm gonna let him introduce himself so y'all can get his AKAs down packed. You dig? All right, you dig? Everybody, this is Mr. Grant Tastic, aka the Professor, aka Pocket. Don't stop it, aka he got the jewels and he got all the tools. <laughs> oh, y'all heard it. Listen. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, man. I'm sorry. There's Fantastic and then there's Grantastic. I got to be at that level. At all mm, mm. Listen. So, um,. You know what I like to do, ladies and gentlemen? You know I like to promote my books and business segment. At the beginning of the show. So the first book I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna reintroduce the chew on that uh enlightenment books for y'all that need to learn how to read during this quarantine. Um the first book I'm going to get you guys to look at is Worldwide Evil and Misery, The Legacy of Thirteen Satanic Bloodlines. This is the second edition. You guys need to get it. You guys can see it on the screen. All the Amazon information is right there. Um, if the only three names you know is the Bilderberg, the, Vander, the Vanderbilt, 
and the Rothschilds, you do not know anything about the elites that run the world because those are the names that you're supposed to know. <sighs> yeah. Just wanted to throw that out there. And then secondly, the second book I want to throw at you guys is Without Sanctuary. This is a lynching photo, uh, photography uh, in America book where it shows how um, white folks used photography, photos of, of, of lynched Negroes as postcards, stamps, things of that nature. Um, and I want someone to read this book and show me one picture of a black person hanging from a tree that um, has on baggy, baggy jeans if they're sagging or anything like that, because 99.9% of the photos in this book are actually people of color with suits and dresses on, and that's men, women, and children. I'm going to say that again. That's men, women, and children. Yes, I'm talking about uh, white hanging blacks. Um, next book I want to... Uh, throw at you guys for you guys to read is The Invisible War The African American Anti-Slavery Resistance from the Stono Rebellion through the Seminole Wars For those um, For those of you Who are uh, Historians and, 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 and you realize That black folks did try to Fight for their freedom here in this country um, while they were in, in, in physical captivity, then yes, read this book. You would love it. Another one, for those who want to know the history of the governmental structure of this country, read The Federalist Papers. It's a collection of essays written in favor of the new constitution. If you're not aware, the United States of America has two constitutions. One uh, was written in 1776, and the other one was written, ding, 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 someone call in and give me the year, and you will win a reward, um, because I'm not going to give you information, just know you can look it up, because it was incorporated in the state of Delaware. Moving on, um, moving on, so the next book I'm going to be reading, that I want you guys to read, is Melanin, what makes black people black. This breaks down the scientific proof of melanated people in the world. There's melanated and then there's non-melanated. Please read the definition of both of those uh, scientific statements and you will understand exactly what I'm talking about. The next book I want you to read is... An Introduction to Constitutional Law, 100 Supreme Court Cases Everyone Should Know. Um, if you don't know these 100 Supreme Court cases, then you really don't know your constitutional rights. And alert to all black folks, your constitutional rights, your human rights, your civil rights, and all other rights you think you have has been violated a thousand times over in fact, there's a video that I posted on Instagram of police officers pulling out AR-15 on unarmed black boys, little boys, and the manager from Buffalo Wild Wings even came on, came out and said, 
Those are the victims. They're not who I called you for. They were the ones getting harassed by the homeless guy. You got the wrong people. Police told everyone to shut up, move back, and arrested the boys. <sighs> but we exaggerate police brutality. Moving on. Destruction of black civilization. This is from the year 4500 B.C. to current 2000. Um, to the current year 2000 of selected black civilizations that rose to power and got destroyed by white supremacy's number one rule, divide and conquer. I repeat, divide and conquer. Last book I want you to read is the Willie Lynch Letters and the Making of a Slave. If you are unaware of this book, then you are unaware of how conditioned you really are. You have been programmed like a robot to think react and respond the way that you do including hating your fellow brother with that being said i want to promote my big bros event that he has coming up the relationship master class at zoe williams university of you um for access to this please visit zoe zoe williams is a relationship coach and this is a relationship coaching series he's also an author radio host Certified Relationship Coach. Zoe has been doing this longer than I've been alive. This is the big homie. Also, I want to show y'all the other information. It's a four-value-packed uh, module. has exercises and activities. It has a self-empowerment toolbox. And it's also a lifetime access to masterclass content and a live Q&A session. Let me tell you something about Zoe Williams. Ladies and gentlemen, the the professors that you go to to get your relationship advice and all that stuff from, steal their stuff from him. Let me say this again. In the early 90s, Zoe Williams had a library store, a bookstore in the hood, and he used to hold lectures in that store all the time, and people would come in there. Zoe also worked with Madonna in the uh, music industry and a couple other artists as well. Zoe is from Pasadena out there in California. Lives in L.A. now. But this brother is very powerful. Um, been my big bro for many, many years. And here's the four modules. You guys um, can screenshot it, um, look at it, um, of of the whole package there is $1,200. Invest in yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm telling you, I didn't see this man transform people's lives, and I'm not talking about for cameras. Um, I'm not talking about um, – he's not an author like Steve Harvey who didn't write his book. He just put his name on it. <sighs> but anyway, see, people don't like that kind of truth because it, it, it bursts the bubbles of those that they – put up on a pedestal who really been stealing stuff. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick 2.2 minute break. And when I get back, we're going to dive into the topic. The topic tonight is relationship series part two. Men are going to talk about verbal abuse and expectations. Feel free to call in. The number to dial is 516-531-9828. The number to dial is 516-531-9828. If you're listening on a Podbean app, 
feel free to call in after the radio break. We're going to take a quick 2.2-minute break. And when we come back, you guys know how to dial in on Podbean. Watch us on Facebook Live. Watch us on YouTube Live. Follow us on Instagram. We'll be right back after this. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, little children, dogs and cats. Yeah. It's your boy Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chu on that, aka Mr. I set trends and these niggas try to copy me. Can't do it like me. AKA that guy. AKA been doing podcasts before podcasts was calling podcasts. AKA I wanna Smack Yo great 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 grandfather and I'm here with my illustrious co host. Illustrious. That was beautiful. That was good. I see. You try to make up for the Mr. That guy. Uh-huh. But it's Christopher J, aka Mr. I'm him. Okay, I'm him. Okay. Alright, just so they know. AKA Mr. Essential himself, a.k.a. Mr. Skirt, Skirt. Uh, and I don't appreciate you trying to strike my great-great-granddaddy. And I'm also here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also here with another co-host mm-hmm. um, who's going to be on True Radio Nation, True Radio Nation radio station on another show. We're going to announce very soon here with the illustrious Antonio, a.k.a. They call me Grantastic, a.k.a. the man with the jewels and the tools, a.k.a. the professor, <laughs> a.k.a. Let's stop it right there. Let's get to the show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, topic, Relationship Series Part 2. Last week, we talked about narcissism talked about having a narcissistic personality disorder. We talked about selfish people. We talked about a bunch of things. That was a lot. Um, this week, I want I wanted, I want people to call in, chime in. The number to dial is 516-531-9828. The number to dial is 516-531-9828. Um, I want people to call in because I want to talk about verbal abuse. Something that does not get considered when it comes to men. Women talk about verbal abuse all the time, but when a man says he's been physically abused or verbally abused by a female, it is almost a laughing stock. In order for us to change these things, we must talk about them and put them on the table. Fellas, what say ye? Verbal abuse. Is it something that men can talk about amongst each other? Man, I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't think it's. I don't think it's an easy topic for men to talk amongst one another. Um, I feel that's like kind of one of those things of which, you know, if you're you quote unquote you're getting undermined or something by your woman, then you're not a man. Um, so what's are kind of like those toxic ideas of which we have about manhood. To which, you know, we can't even be authentic amongst our, our boys. Yeah, um, yeah. 
we can't be, you know, we and we can't have a pathway to to any liberation or freedom of like those emotional and verbal holds. Wow, wow, Chris, you know I'm finna hit a target. Uh oh, you know I'm finna hit a target. I realize we live in a generation where like one of the top qualities that women look for in a man. I want a God fearing man. So you want a man who worships God, whose son is Jesus, who within the shortest scripture in the Bible is that Jesus wept, right? So he was able to cry. Mm. But if your man cries to you, then he Uh-oh. then he's looked at something less than his Uh oh. Uh oh. See, I'm glad you said that. We because last week we talked about people uh, people dating the idea of the other person and not the actual person. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We did. We did. We did discuss that. Mm-hmm. And so that would require you to be selfless enough to learn the other person. Yes. And where they came mm-hmm. from. Yes. Maybe they didn't have someone who. Who was able to teach them how to manage nor articulate their emotions? Yeah, and, and another thing, which how our norms of how we raise our boys and our girls. Uh-huh. So we give girls dolls. You know, we give them. They have toys from the beginning that they are communicating with uh-huh. everything that they do. They are able to talk to one another. For our young men, how we typically raise them, we give them video games. Sometimes it was action figures, but that's kind of gone away. Yeah, yeah. Um, to where it's like your linguistic skills are very low. Yeah. You're not even taught how to communicate even amongst you oh. as a youth. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's the one thing of which when people talk about verbal abuse is that actually women are equipped more to do have verbal, to cause verbal abuse because their linguistic skills are stronger from when they were young. Oh my, that's some fire. fire. Listen, we got a call real quick. Let's fire. get this caller in. Caller, area code 210. Call, talk to me. State your name. Where you calling from? I'm calling from Houston, Texas. My name is Ant. Uh, yeah, no, that, I, I, that was an excellent point. Like, I was sitting here like, wow. He just blew the door <laughs> off the hinges with that one. Like, I, I, I had never thought about something of that nature. That's crazy. Yeah. So, Ant, talk to us. Uh, what do you think about verbal abuse when it comes to men discussing it amongst each other? You're, so so when you're saying verbal abuse coming from a woman and yes. to a man or – Yes, sir. So, uh, okay, so, like, so there's, 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 there's two things that, that – about that. So – like, when it comes to verbal abuse, right, I was always taught that, like, nobody knows you better than your mama and your woman. You know what I mean? They're going to run you the toughest. And and the reason being is because they may not have to do anything to you physically, but mentally they know, like you say, what to what either put a battery in your back or what to put a battery in your back. So mm. that, you know, with, with with verbal abuse, you know, from, from women, from women, and, and I say this because I grew up in a house, like, like for on my mom's side of the family, I was the only boy for, like, the first 12 years of my life. So being around okay. women all the time, and my mom had five sisters. So being around all women, you get to see how they operate. And, you know, with men, if men get into a confrontation or whatever, you know what I mean, like, like it, it may, it can't, it, there's a strong chance that it could get physical depending on, you know, um, depending on the yeah. men, you know what I mean? Especially if they're close. Yeah. Men, men With women, women like, like <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. We're physical creatures. 
So so with with women, like you said, with, with women, a, a woman can whip you with your tongue with with her tongue so bad you be like, man, like like if you was a man, I'd beat the hell out of you right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> wait wait hey hold up is this aunt like my hitter aunt yes, like the this, illest aunt? Yes this 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 is this is aunt the one and only. Oh, okay, okay. I'm making sure I know who I'm talking to, baby. That's all. Yeah, okay, come on. go ahead. Come on, my dog. Come on, my G. Go ahead. So yeah, nah, man. Women, like, 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 women are. I definitely uh, agree. You know, with, with your counterpart when he said that. Um, you know, they're they are more equipped at an at an earlier age, and and maybe that has to do with because you know by nature. Women are emotional creatures, and by by nature, men for the most part, or and you know, let me say for the women for the most part by nature are emotional creatures. Men for the most part by nature are physical creatures, carnal creatures. So yeah, so, yeah. Like when 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 there is something on our mind, or there's something that bothers us, like men get physical faster, or they're ready to handle their their conflicts most times faster with with physical, you know, physically versus with a woman, okay. you know, women will jaw jack and go back and forth all day, even if it's just on some, some slight stuff, you know what I mean? Like prime example, right. like your girl would be like, your girl would be like, um, you could be somewhere with your girl. She'll see somebody, she knows she'd be like, Oh, Hey, you know, she may speak. Oh, you know, did she hit the corner? She'd be like, and that bit, blah, 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 blah. You'd be like, damn, but you just spoke <laughs> to her. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Give me thirty more seconds. You know, you know, thirty more seconds. So, oh, so yeah, okay. so you know, I, I definitely, I, I, I definitely feel that that they're more, they're more um, vocal creatures than than men are for the most part. Men, men handle their their confrontations. Can I ask you a question, sir? Yes, sir. Sure, sure, most definitely. All right. So, uh, if one of your boys came to you um, and wanted to kind of reveal um, maybe an instance where he he feels he's in a relationship and a woman is quote-unquote, verbally abusing him. Do you feel comfortable with one of your boys talking to you about this particular topic? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, so it, it's, I don't have a problem with it, but then at, at the end of the day, like, in whatever relationship, you know, like, ain't no, ain't no victims, everybody's volunteers. So if it's that much of a problem to him, then I'm going to tell him, well, bro, if, it's, if, it, if you're just trying to vent, then that's cool. But if it's that big of an issue to you, then why don't you leave? Yes, sir. Hey, Ant, man, we appreciate the call, brother. Man, I, I, I appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to speak my little opinion, man. And uh, y'all have a great night, and y'all got a good thing going with your podcast, man. Much love and salute. You heard me? Man, much love and salute, sir. I'm going to be hitting you up uh, sooner than later, brother. Always, my G. Much love, you heard me? All right. Bit that. Cool. That was dope. That was dope. Talk to me, Chris. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, I wanted to bounce off of uh, uh, what our illustrious co-host said. Uh-huh. Uh, but before that, he asked me a very valid point um, to basically bring accountability to the other individual. Okay. I, I, I read once that there's technically no such thing as a toxic relationship that doesn't have two people in it. Mm. Someone can be toxic, but for it to be a toxic relationship, someone is choosing to be there. 
Mm. So if you know that that person is toxic and you're choosing to be there, that's what's creating a toxic relationship. That's that was just uh, the, the the comment on what he said. Right. In regards to people being pre-programmed, mm-hmm. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. With b- little boys, we're taught to play games, mm-hmm. and with little girls, they're taught to nurture at a very young age. Mm-hmm. So little girls with baby dolls, and we're taught to, they're they're taught to take care of this baby doll. This has to be done X Y Z A B C. And if that's not done, then it's not going to be raised right. Mm-hmm. So if as as a as a young female growing into a woman, if X, Y, Z is not done, I have to tell you otherwise. And that's what we take growing into a, adulthood as, as as that abuse. Yeah. You're not doing this, this, and the third. Yes, yes. Right? But here on the, on the opposite side, because I'm going to look at both sides, mm-hmm. we're just taught to play games. So all we've ever known is just a score. Yep. Mm. Mm. So sometimes we we may I'm gonna I gotta I'm gonna be accountable. Mm-hmm. We may come off wrong in what we say because in our minds we're just taught to score. Yeah. And get the high. This is what I gotta do to get these high points. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we don't realize that we're trampling over the people that's helping us win the game. And I think how what verbal abuse can kind of look like differently in men and women is that kind of what you were saying. So men, a lot of people say men play games. Mm-hmm. So it's like our the our door of our verbal abuse is in the games that we play with women sometimes, which is like, like you said, like the goal is to score sometimes. And and that's another thing of which, and that was kind of like my question to the viewer as well, because I'm about getting to solutions. You know, like Correct. we talk about things and Correct. Like Correct. getting to points of solution where we can get to. Because also in men, we got to recognize that we we are we can verbally abuse women and not by yelling and screaming. Correct. How we can it can also look at us playing games. Mm. Vice versa for women is just like you know some people are calling you know do like a bitch ass nigga like that yeah that's the ringing point but also at the same time is just when a man is looking for just like support or validation on like well like, oh baby what do you think about this and just like you ain't gonna do it anyways like that's a part of it. Correct. Wow. So, so, lady, ladies and gentlemen, the number to dial in is five one six five three one nine eight two eight five one six five three one nine eight two eight. The topic of tonight's show is relationship series part two: verbal abuse and expectations. We have the co-host uh, Christopher J here. Have my other co-host Grantastic here, and you know, um, we're just doing big things. Now, you guys, you guys both brought something up to light. Remember me, Chris? We had a show. On the True Noble Truths, when we had a, a guest called Kimberly Giles. Yes. We talked about from the from the time you're born to the age seven is where you're programmed. Mm-hmm. I watched that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not only on the show, I'm a fan of the show, people. <laughs> <laughs> Message. <laughs> so, uh, but, um, and, and, to, and shout out to Kimberly. Um, yeah, Giles. Um, so, so uh, <laughs> y'all can stop beating me up about that last name too, but she made a valid point. Um, because, uh, we, we are programmed at a, at a young age, just like, uh, Grant, Grant Tastic said, it's like Christopher just bounced on. However, is that an excuse in adulthood when it comes to, because, because from what I'm hearing, mm-hmm. Women are, are are taught to nurture and nourish and express care, empathy, emotion, sympathy, the whole nine to their dolls and all those things, which they're giving. They're one by one. My 
this is my personal feelings. This is not facts. Mm. My personal feelings is this, is that um, I don't like that a a female is raised showing love and attention to an inanimate object that cannot give it back to her. Be- and the reason why I say that is because we know let me let me put out a statistic. Eighty percent of the domestic disputes that police officers have been called on during this pandemic mm-hmm. have been men calling the police on their woman. <laughs> and I'm saying that because if women are taught so properly mm-hmm. according to what we say in society on how to nourish and yada 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 why is it that these uh same women grow up mm-hmm. to say niggas ain't crap mm-hmm. to say you dusty anything that you do is not good enough mm-hmm. now now remember on my show we have a rule we're talking about some not all the word is some but all yeah. um stole that from the big brozo well actually didn't steal it but i like to give people credit where it's due anyway homage is good yeah pay homage um so i'm not talking absolute uh absolutes here mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying I'm talking some why are women so why 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 do men the moment a man rape I got a better question. I'm sorry, this is all coming to me fast. My brain is like a computer right now. This is unbelievable. I feel like the old Randy Chew right now is like the stuff just popping. Why is it that a man has to raise his voice in order to be heard in his relationship? But a woman, all she do is raise her voice and show attitude. That's a deep, deep question that has a historical, in my opinion, that has kind of a historical reference uh-huh. to it. Okay. Um, and I think to like what your your first question, um, where you kind of were going to like the you know nurturing as a child and then like as an adult, what you need to do. That for me, the solution to that is therapy. Um, I think uh, most adults, probably all adults, especially through this crazy, like you said, pandemic time there needs to be a level of therapy because there are issues that are rooted in and when we're young. Yeah. And so that's like where we were saying of just like, so we, we threw out there kind of like, you know, possible places where this started. Um, but then also to one of the books that you were suggesting is that you're being programmed over time. Ah, you talking about the Willie Lynch letters that and, all, and the like, making of a slave. Yeah. 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 So that's the thing. There's also a, a conditioning that's involved. That again, that's what I'm saying. Historical value uh, reference from slavery yeah. to Jim Crow. So it's, yeah. like, it's, it's all it's through time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to where these issues come from, and I think really at the end of the day is that we don't know what what uh, seeds were planted in us when we were young. Yeah. And how they manifest when we became adults. Wow, wow. Chris, talk to the people. I actually agree um, with therapy um, for those who lack the discipline. Mm-hmm. As I've always stated in all the other episodes, to be able to look into the mirror for something other than what's on the outside, um, you have to. You have to hold on. Hold on. Say that again. <laughs> Say talk. I like. I agree. This cool is new. <laughs> um, I I don't mind therapy for those 
who need the help or or lack of the, uh, discipline uh-huh. to be able to look in the mirror for something other than what's on the outside of them. Yes. Can I just add one little thing onto that? I also think as well, so like we explained the discipline, I think people also don't have strategies on how to get through some of their dark spots as well. Uh-oh. So for for therapy, um, I, I know just even for myself, I've gone through therapy at times where I was at points where, but I also I knew I needed help to get through. This. Oh wow, wow. So okay. that's wow. another part where it's like you know if like and what the the caller said, I was a man in a full female family. Yeah. So it's like you you know if you're going through man problems, like who do I talk to if I'm going through man problems? Yeah. If I'm yeah. around okay. all women, so yeah. I had to, especially when I was in college and I was trying to find answers to my questions. I had to take myself to someone who also was not biased. So they had nothing to gain, that their job was there to help me just to get myself through, like, some dark periods or figure out where some of these came, things came from. Wow. Because sometimes wow. we don't know where some of these things. Y'all hear like, these solutions? Correct. So, it's like, <laughs> like, why? So, like, you were asking, so why do our women, quote, unquote, allow to raise their voice and men are not allowed to raise their voice, mm-hmm. you know, as the norm in a relationship? So if a woman is constantly raising her voice and she can't have a conversation, that's something she's got to figure out where that came from. And, and a lot of times they mm-hmm. run and they, they, have, they run from that. Mm-hmm. It's been painted on them uh, on the outside. It's it's been the, the, their mascara. It's been their their concealer mm-hmm. all of their life. And so that normal what they look at on the outside. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't feel right, mm-hmm. then again that's why I say on on, on the inside. And and I get that sometimes we don't know where it is, we, or we don't know where it stems from. Mm-hmm. But, but my my biggest thing is this: desperation breeds invention. Mm-hmm. When you're desperate to understand where something comes from, you're going to find out where, mm-hmm. even if it means stepping outside of yourself, mm. which technically is what you need in order to actually have a relationship thrive. That's very true. And, and can and can we can we trust our feelings? And I'm going to I'm going to say it in this way, because internal feelings and external pain actually does the same thing to the body, mm-hmm. to the mind, and to the heart. There's times where I've known people who have gotten shot or stabbed or heard of, and they don't feel the pain until they look and see the wound. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Possible that we have this, 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 what I would call this doctrine from society called keep everything 100. To where it's okay for me to verbalize the things you've done to inflict a wound on me, but it's not okay for me to see within myself what I have done to attract that. Mm. And I think men who have uh, fought with verbal abuse, who've been verbally abused, I believe that 50% of it has to lie on the man because you are responsible for either opening that door or staying there while it's happening. And that is hard for a man to swallow to admit that you are being punked by a female. Because men, all day long, if if I bumped into you, you bumped into him, like, we looking at each other like, yo, you're not, like, well, not us, but you know what I'm saying, like, Men are aggressive towards one another. Mm-hmm. But now society, like we said last week, society roles, society has the gender roles reversing. 
So now the women are becoming the aggressors. The women are out fighting and being ratchet. The women are out stabbing and shooting. Now it's and it's almost in a sense with the let's bring out some more facts. Mm-hmm. The black woman is the most educated woman in America. Yeah. <laughs> facts. The black woman is more likely to get hired first before the black man. Facts. Especially if they look good. Mm-hmm. But if you're over 300 pounds. I mean. But. But. So. But. The black man can't get a job. Mm-hmm. Or won't get a job. Mm-hmm. And if he can't get a job. Then he's at home with the kids. Or he's at home by himself. So when the black woman or the or the woman comes home and she's been she's been bossed around by her boss all day long to come home to see a nigga ain't doing nothing all day mm-hmm. and her role is to listen to this guy but he's not really bringing nothing to the table at the moment because he's not communicating the way she thinks he should mm-hmm. she feels obligated to speak her mind and you know what's another thing? That's also that same scenario. Uh-huh. It's also with mothers that have sons at home as well. Mm. Talk. It's, it's definitely there's a quote that's been I read a, a year ago that's been burning in my mind to where now we're starting to see women are raising their sons to be the men that they hate. And whoa. And as like an educator, I've been just kind of just peeping that out like oh this is, and i'm seeing that a lot of the and i was talking to some friends today like before we used to always hear our issues in our community came from the father or the absentee father but what i've been seeing a lot lately is that the mothers are also part of these issues as well so yeah like this verbal abuse physical um and uh, and even one couple of issues i had to come across of where if a young lady is being molested or is being sexually abused her mom knows about it, and it's her boyfriend, but the boyfriend pays rent, like you said, or he may just be wow. filling that wow. void. Wow, wow, And so she excuses it. Or he laying the wood. Or he laying the wood. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like, so that goes to, like, the, the relationship, you know, uh, like, with the woman to the man, but also sometimes with mothers with their sons, they do that same thing. Wow. And then that's where that son takes that, and then he thinks that's what it's, the relationship should be. So he finds a woman that's like that. I have a question from a viewer. That says, why do y'all think it is hard, so hard to reach within and go past what we see in the mirror for males and females? Chris, you start, then Grantastic. Um, I'm going to lead into that, answer that question. Mm-hmm. Um, you made a statement that society has caused a reverse of the roles when I wouldn't necessarily, it's just, I won't say it's just a reverse of the roles. I feel society has definitely influenced which way the roles are going to go mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so much so that we are living off of pain, whether it's music industry or whether we're thriving on seeking help so much so that we, we, we we're taught to run from our pain. Yes. yes. Which goes into answering the question. That's why it's so difficult for us to even look into the mirror. We want to avoid the wound. Oh. You talked about we don't feel the pain until we acknowledge the wound. Uh-huh. A lot of times we won't acknowledge the pain because we're avoiding it. We know it's there. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and bury it. Yeah. And from a medical – being in the medical field, a lot of times we cover it with Band-Aids, mm-hmm. a.k.a. vices, alcohol, mm-hmm. 
women, mm-hmm. sex, drugs. Mm-hmm. Or men, for the women. That's or men, listening. yeah, or men. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what I've come to learn, literally. Oh, oh, you, oh, 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 wait. Or cell phones. Cell or phones, Netflix, social media, social media. Yeah, I just wanted to add to that filters, it, yeah, yeah, filters, filters, yeah. Um, or if you're over 300 pounds and you're taking nothing but headshots. <sighs> see, see, I just want to go ahead and. I, no, I love, I, I love them. I love. Them. I just want you to see how influence works. <laughs> um, but no, but on a serious sense. In the medical field, you if you throw a Band-Aid on top of an open wound mm-hmm. without properly treating it, it will then get infected and fester. Wow. Right? And so let's just say later down the road, you decide, hey, I'm going to actually heal this wound. I guarantee you that peeling back that Band-Aid is going to hurt worse than the wound inflicted itself. Mm. And then you still have to endure the pain of actually the wound healing. Mm. And get rid of the infection, too. Dang it. Listen, the number to dial is 516-531-9828. 516-531-9828. We're going to take a quick 2.2-minute break. When we come back, we're going to continue the conversation. The topic for tonight's show, Relationship Series Part 2, Verbal Abuse and Expectations. When we come back, we're going to dive into some relationship expectations that men walk into relationships having Oh, man, this is going to be some wicked tree right chair. We'll be back after this quick 2.2. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Randy Chu, a.k.a. Mr. Chu on that, a.k.a. Mr. Smack. Your great, 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 And I'm here with my co-host, Christopher J, a.k.a. Mr. Essential, a.k.a. Mr. I'm Him, a.k.a. Mr. Skirt, And my other co-host, Grantastic, a.k.a. The Jewel with the Tool, a.k.a. The Professor, a.k.a. Let's get into this next segment. I can't wait. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Wait. We keep adding. We did not talk about this on the meeting at all. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me a three limit. A.k.a. I'm always excited about the next. That's, that's the third one. That's the third one. Is he getting a bonus? <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. Okay, so listen. Seriously. For those who are just tuning in, the, the topic of tonight's show is Relationship Series Part 2. Part 1, we talked about narcissism, narcissistic personality disorder, um, selfish people, pride, the whole, and a little bit of transparency. And, 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 and or the lack thereof. And, or the lack thereof. Um, tonight's show is Part 2, Verbal Abuse. We talked about that. We covered that the first half of the show. We are now in the final stretch, baby. The final stretch. And we're going to talk about relationship expectations. If you are listening, if you are watching this, feel free to call in. The number to dial is 516-531-9828. The number to dial is 516-531-9828. Let me say this again. If you're calling into the show, the number to dial is 516 531 
982, a quiet storm. Succulent ribs and back rubs. <laughs> no, relationships. Sweet baby race. We, we don't own the rights. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't own the rights to that. Relationship series part two, expectations. <laughs> Fellas, men, we come, into the, we come into relationships with unspoken expectations. What are they? Talk to me. I was going to say, to be honest, I wouldn't even say just unspoken expectations. Sometimes we come in with just wrongful expectations, mm. un, un, unwarranted expectations, mm. impossible <laughs> expectations. Sometimes we, we go into a relationship expecting yourself out of the other person. Mm. Um, or your mama. Whoa. Now, hold on. Whoa. That, that, that's good and bad. That's good and bad. Yeah. yeah, that's good and bad. I know the whole saying. But... Girl, you just like your mama. <laughs> she get it by my mom. <laughs> Go ahead. But, um, we go in expecting, you go in expecting a certain someone or you go uh, wanting to love them for their potential rather than learning who they are. Um, and like I've always said, expectations are the breeding grounds of disappointment. So you go in expecting something and they don't fulfill it, you're disappointed, and that ultimately affects the values and the morale of the relationship. Mm. And you wonder why it goes downhill. Mm. Um, if you like something, or what was it? Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a fortune cookie. I'm not going to lie. I was eating a food young. Um, and it says if you like a flower, you pluck it. But if you love it, you help it to grow. Okay. But again, that requires a certain level of selflessness that a, that a relationship too requires mm-hmm. um, to 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 give. That's going to one of the things I was thinking about. And 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 maturity, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to question yourself on that. Mm. Um, you shouldn't be expecting. You shouldn't have certain expectations. You should be actually be willing to learn the other individual, whether or not they can match you in the relationship. So mm-hmm. right, right. But what are some? What are some? unspoken expectations that us men walk oh, into cool. like relationships okay. with let me get this one one thing i think um i i i i think so man so I, yeah 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 is that the person that you meet is going to be that person the entire relationship like years whoa like, like you get married whoa. To the person, yeah that person that you meet on day one you're like yo she fly yo she do this that that all this that is going to be the same person that you meet that you will keep continuing to see every single day for years yes. and years to come yes that's one thing i know dudes be like yo i love this woman right here right now in front of me but if you met her at 25, when she's 30, she's different. When she's 35, she's different. When she's 40, she's different. When she's 45, she's different. When she's 50, she de- she keeps growing and evolving. That is that that is true. Like, that is true. We're like I like this that's in front of me right now. Yo, that, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say how true that is. I, I'm going on 10 years of being married um, to one to one woman um, that has all my children. Um, and uh but i can honestly say there has been evolution on both parts and we've become different yet the same on both parts mm-hmm. and the expectations that i had transparent moment mm-hmm. 
the expectations I had coming into the marriage um, are different than the expectations I have now being in the marriage for so long. Yeah. There's certain things I'm like, when I walked into the marriage, like, yeah, woman, this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, I don't even care if you do that. I just need A, B, and C. That's yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, again, that comes through trial and error. Yeah. That comes through failures. That comes through victories. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times men don't expect victories in their relationships when they walk in. They automatically expect problems and that's in the relationship. The number one thing when I was getting married, you know, the advice that everyone tries to pitch to you, yeah. the first thing is that she's always right. And it's like, what do you, what are you telling You're telling men at the beginning, you're going to be defeated over and And over and over again. Yes, yes. That is an expectation men come into. It's just uh, it's, I don't I don't believe it's happy wife happy life. I believe it's happy spouse happy house. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh. I, I that when we talk about happy wife. It's not happy wife happy life. <laughs> happy spouse happy <laughs> house. It's new. Don't worry. It's got it's got some resilience. It got some resilience. <laughs> just like me. <laughs> I, I had to retire the other three shirts. Oh, but it's cool. It's, I'm, I'm, oh. I'm, oh. Wait. I'm okay. sorry, Christopher J. Before you make your comment, I want to read with a, a a someone wrote on YouTube watching the the show. Okay. They said expecting someone to be better than your ex. Can I speak? Yes. It's all yours. First and foremost, let me go ahead and tell you something real quick. Whoa, my God. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? Um, mm, 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 I just Yeah. Expecting someone to be better than your ex is the very definition going to a relationship of a comparison. Mm. Okay. And the comparison of one to the other is the ultimate acknowledgement of an unhealed wound. Mm. Therefore, you're you're giving yourself. You're literally telling on yourself. You're let you're letting me know that you jumped into something unhealed. Uh oh. So, therefore, you got an open wound, so you're going to be bleeding on your partner. Like, Uh-oh. But you say that you love them. Uh-oh. But you're bleeding on them. Uh-oh. Is that really what you want? Uh-oh. So why compare? <laughs> oh, man. But go back. Do you remember the thought that, that you were saying before I cut you off? Um. If not, then I mean I can continue. Yeah, I was just you, 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 you know, it's, 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 there's too much in my brain right and, now. And and what this is what, I think that when men walk into a relationship, I think an unspoken expectation is you're going to listen to everything I say, mm. whether I'm right, wrong, trying to protect you or whatever. You're going oh, to listen to it. I did remember it was actually about you. Okay, go ahead. When you talked about how the expectations of in the beginning are different than what they were now, did you walk into the relationship, the marriage, with the expectations to change? Or were you merely attracted by what you saw just then and there and not their ability to adapt, evolve, or grow? Transparent moment. I honestly uh, came into the relationship, uh, into the marriage, should I say, because we were in a relationship before the marriage. Uh, into the marriage with expectations and I wasn't the expectations. I, I wasn't disappointed. I was enlightened. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, I call her, I see you now for one, just wait on one second. Just don't hang up. Just stay right there. 
what I mean by that, uh, what I mean by that is this: when 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 I came in, I saw I saw how beautiful my wife was. I saw how beautiful her character was. I saw how beautiful her heart and soul was. But I didn't expect for her to remain that way because I knew I was damaged. And I knew as a damaged man, I was going to have to find a way to heal myself while upholding a household. So my expectation was she's not going to leave while I'm healing. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Call her, 914. Talk to us. What's your name? Where are you calling from? You're live on the air. Um, it's Alicia from Maryland. Hey, what's going on? I'm well. How are y'all? Good, good. Pretty good. Pretty good. So I wanted to to address the expectation and what people have expectations and my comment on YouTube. Um, I feel okay. as though that's a number one expectation of people, that they think that their next person has to be better than their ex in that comparison. So I do agree with you, like, you are still holding on to something from that previous relationship, which is uh-huh. going to hinder your next relationship because mm. you're still holding on to something from your past. You haven't grown from it. So you might need to stop and do some reevaluating before you move on to a next relationship. Mm. And then I think that I think you still should have some form of expectations just as a human being. You should still have that someone treats you with respect. Like just a uh, human okay. respect, yeah. so that they're gonna, you know, talk to you like you're another human being, and that's whether you're um, a woman or a man. They're gonna ch- treat you like how they say as you treat someone else. That should be the expectation for everyone. So it shouldn't just be right, like right. A, a boyfriend girlfriend situation. It should just be I deal with someone else. They should treat me with that level of respect. Go ahead. So, Miss Alicia, um, yeah. I, I, you to go with what you said, um, you should have some form of expectation. What um, in your ideology would be the difference between an expectation and a standard? Mm. 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 <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, difference nah, between I, an expectation I, 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 and a standard. I agree with what you're where, where you're coming from. I agree with your with your why in a sense. You, sh- you should come in with some form of of a standard. I can't necessarily say an expectation. Okay, Alicia, answer. You got you well, got forty five seconds. I can agree with that though. It's more of a standard, but I feel like you have standards in the sense of what that person is bringing to their table in general. So you know that idea of you want people on the same level as you or, like, even if you it's just below you or whatever you want to take that as or higher than you. So, like, that's mm-hmm. kind of what I take standards as, whereas I expect someone to treat me as another human being. I don't expect no. someone to be on the same, you know, wavelength as me, but I expect them to treat me right. So like, is it a standard of respect kind of – tied in with the expectation that that respect will be upheld all the time. Yeah, you have to treat someone with respect all the time, whether you're angry, mad, sad, 
no matter what happens, whatever kind of day you have, you have to treat someone with respect because that's just the the basis of any relationship. As soon as you lack that sense of respect for someone, that relationship is going to crumble because that's something that usually you can't come back from. As soon as someone loses that respect for you, it's generally over. Because someone can't forget when respect is broken. I think so. Uh, and, and go ahead. Thank, thanks for the thanks for the call, Lisa. I'm going to respond to what you just said, and then I'm going to take the next caller. Um, feel free to call back in, but I'm going to respond, and then I'm going to take the next caller. Hold on one second. Uh, so, to respond to what Miss Alicia just said, I want to say this: if you can't rebuild respect for another person or with another person, then I think you never had the mental fortitude to deal with human relationship to begin with. Correct. Yeah, I, um, I, because everyone is going to disappoint you at some point or another. Yeah, it's about the motive behind the disappointment. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? If my heart is pure towards my brothers and I do something that may, uh, may, not, may not be brotherly, but they understand my heart in that moment wasn't to disappoint them, mm-hmm. we can deal with the disappointment or the or the or the me not meeting that expectation yeah. that is or that set standard of brotherhood that has been set. Same thing with relationship. There's been times where I didn't meet an expectation that my wife had. Doesn't mean that my wife lost respect for me mm-hmm. or she's lost respect for me in certain areas because of my attitude, but we've regained that because mm-hmm. we've never given up on each other. And I think that's where we gotta put in the work. And kinda of like the question you asked before we went to break of people you know, looking at themselves in the mirror. I think yes. the hard part is people don't want to put in the work in themselves. Yes, no. yes, yes. And he talks, Christopher J talks about this almost every show. But I'm going to take this caller real quick. Go ahead, Henry. Area code 443, talk to us. Wait, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Shay. I'm calling from Annapolis. Um, okay. I wanted to ask you guys, this is a really conscious show, so... I know we're talking about expectations tonight. I wanted to ask about community expectations and what you guys think Mm. is fair. When we look at black women and the high rates of single motherhood, 54% of black children grow up in a single-parent household. When we look at the data on marriage, um, only 34% of black women ages 18 to 54 are married, where 70% of white women ages 18 to 54 are married. So I wanted to know what you guys thought about expectations for the community to seek each other as mates and to support each other as mates. Mm. Panel, y'all want to answer first before I go? Go, go ahead, go ahead. I, I, first off, I, I want to applaud you um, for coming onto the show with facts. I'm, 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 I'm a nerd Thank at heart. I, I, love, I love numbers. I love numbers. So the fact that you came on with facts. Um, but to answer your question, um, it's so in the uh, I'm gonna relate it with what, what I know in the medical field we 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 run uh, labs and results based on statistics uh, also within a community of people or a population or a populace of people, um, and all of which can be differentiated based on how each of those individuals carry themselves. Now you, um, it's a, a community is a is a compilation of of different individuals. Now I understand as a community, um, you're bringing facts, and that can 
basically drive a stereotype or how society views things or how we view one another. Um, but to go deeper or to even put an even more specific filter within the community, it, it takes me always back to my mantra in regards to in regards to the mirror. Um, not, not sure whether it answers your question to the T, mm-hmm. um, but it is going to start within self and whether we can change our brothers and sisters' views and thus ultimately influence the community itself. I think it has to do with conditioning. I think it has to that, do with, and I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and, and so I'm just adding on to what correct, you just correct. said. Um, I think it does with conditioning. I think it does with uh, the book I recommended earlier in the show, the Willie Lynch uh, letters yeah, and the ma- in the yeah. making of a slave. I think I think that we that that a lot of black men have been conditioned to view black women wrong, and I and I Correct. really believe that black women, through the experience of the broken black man, have begun to b- view black men in a wrong light. And I think because of America's pressure on black people as a whole, it has made us have a distaste for one another. Mm -hmm. And I think the only way to break that is by breaking our pride. And I mean, what I mean by that is the black man has to humble himself and understand that everything in African history has always valued the woman. Um, In fact, the word throne is a feminine word and actually is a derivative of a female name. In other words, the pharaoh couldn't even sit on the throne unless he was blessed by a woman. And we don't teach that in today's society because we've been colonized by carcassoids. And so because we've been colonized by the carcassoids, we look at our women as a thing and not the very essence of God that brought us in this earth. You see what I'm saying? And I believe that white women have never really had the battle that black women have had with their man. Um, the, the, I mean, the moment that white women couldn't vote, they revolted. <laughs> We're talking about voting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they revolted. And then a white man came and paid for their liberation and with the, with the underlining motive to tax the whole population. So it wasn't even about them. Mm-hmm. Um, black women have been uh, duped into fighting a feminist battle against a black man who has no power or authority in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and then black men have been duped into thinking that having a bunch of women mm-hmm. who are of a lighter complexion, whether they be white or light skin, are, is more attractive than dark skinned women. Mm-hmm. These are all conditionings that need to be broken in our community. And I feel like the more that we um, portray one another, which is why I feel like we need to set up our own black media outlets, our own black television mm-hmm. that's not BET and, and all those things. I feel like we need to build our own. Why? Because television telepath or tells a vision or gives you a perspective to live your life from. Sure. And if we right. uphold the black woman, look, I was raised by a strong, beautiful black woman. I love black women. I would never dishonor a black woman. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How many other black men can say that? Mm-hmm. How many other black men have that heart? Mm-hmm. Or all these hoes, they ain't nothing but hoes and thoughts. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or they bees, or they whatever. Mm-hmm. We have to change that. And the only way to do that is we have to do it within our community mm-hmm. without white folks looking at us. Yeah. And we have to really, really dive into the heart issue of black woman, it's not your fault. 
black man, it's not your fault. We've been broken by the same enemy. Yeah. Jason, you uh, uh, grand tastic. Mm-hmm. You speak, and then we can say goodbye to the caller. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah just just quick to add on that as a historical reference. I know like. Outside of that group, um, like kind of to which would we be now, maybe like you're 35 to like 45, 50, black men are just not there. Um, if you think Ooh. about just, you know, um, the stop and frisk um, and like the war on drugs, that at one point in time, black men were actually just removed from the home. They mm-hmm. were in prison um, just for having a joint, and then they were gone for 15, 20 years. Right. Um, so that's another thing with some of my my friends and we have these discussions and they're like, where are the black men? And I think that's where we kind of got to get back to what you're saying is that uh, understanding of not only our conditioning, but what is actually going on around us. 50% of us is, are locked up. 50% of us locked up. How are we 15 to uh, 13 to 15% of the population, but 50% of the people in jail? Right. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> right. Right. So that's right. another thing that we have to have um, to understand as well is how is this system affecting our everyday lives, right. which is that conditioning and that deals with our relationships. Right. You've got to understand that if half of your population are in prison, then when they get out, you can't vote, you can't get a job. Mm-hmm. And, and mm. for men, we are conditioned that we mm. have to be the breadwinners. And then women are brought up with this, I don't need a man mentality. Mm-hmm. Because they weren't there. Yes. It was a survival tactic. Survival tactic. You, people you are didn't need a man because they weren't there. Either they were being killed or they were in jail. For a good, for a long stretch of periods of time. I think I want to do a, a a caller. Thanks for calling in. Listen, I think I want to do a show where we talk about marriage and interracial relationships. I want to I want to do a show. I think that's going to be the last show we do in the relationship series. And I don't even know how long this series is going to go because there's so much we can cover. Um, Christopher J, your thoughts on 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 uh, expectations, even because I, I want to bring this in, into light also before before I throw it to you. Um, we have a lot of black men had to find their own way because, like like Grantastic said, there's a lack of black men out, mm-hmm. and we have been on survival mode for so long, and as a child growing up into a man looking at my parents now, I realized that even they had their own issues or mountains they had to climb. And so as a child, I carried a wound, but as an adult, I carry an understanding. Yeah. Oh, man. Because that's the, I think it's the hardest part to get to when you have to have an understanding about your parents' pain. Yes, yes. Now, I bring that up because in a relationship between man and woman and significant others and whatnot, um, there's an expectation that I have towards my wife and there's an expectation that she has towards me, whether whether we admit it or not, whether we like to say we have expectations or not, it's just natural for humans to have expectations. Mm-hmm. In fact, you can't even have a standard unless expectations is the birth or the womb of that standard. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can't say that your standard for a football player is to be six foot tall unless you're expecting everyone to walk on the field to be six foot tall. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, so in relationships, any standard you have is breeding from an expectation, but 
I bring that up to say this. With uh, with men and women natural expectations coming into the relationship, is it really our expectations that we're carrying or is it the expectations that society has thrown in our heads? That we think society. Yeah. Mm. It's it's a com it's a no, I I'm gonna tell you right now, it's definitely a combination. Okay. Um talk about it. Um fact of the matter is we technically until you've gone through life, you don't really know what we think love is growing up is what we saw. It has to do with the conditioning of what we saw. Yes, sir. Whether yes, sir. it was society conditioning us or whether it was our parents conditioning us through childhood first. Mm-hmm. Either way, how we were conditioned through childhood is then going to determine how we comprehend society's conditioning mm-hmm. once we reach preteen, teens, or when we go through that uh, uh, society-influenced era of our life. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I think kind of what, like, the caller was bringing in when she was kind of looking at the parallels of marriage in the black community opposed to the white communities where I kind of tell people like, you can't really compare those because of the effects of society on the black community. It's like, it's a very skewed. So if we're talking about like, you Correct. know, our, you know, the relationships and, in it, like it's, and so I'm going to rebuttal with mm-hmm. being in tune with self mm-hmm. enough to be able to take away from that. Mm-hmm. So we, we know this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but, out of the, we're also out of the three at the table here. We're also conscious enough mm-hmm. to to make different moves based on what society has done. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I think that goes to Randy opening the show with things to books to read because that's another thing of like you said, like understanding these things. Because like you said, we're conscious. There, yeah, we're conscious, but not everyone. And I was having conversations with my friends today. Not everyone is conscious of what's going on around them because. It's in a book, and they haven't read about it. So <laughs> I, I'm going like, to tell, tell you right now, I have yet to read these books, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell you where my drive comes from. Mm-hmm. This has to do with me being conscious of self because at an early age, what, 12, 13, I told you I didn't want to be anything, 13, I didn't want to be anything like my father. Mm-hmm. I learned that at an early age. So a lot of times we're either raised on survival or love. Unfortunately, I was raised in a sense, on survival, but I've always had a heart to love. It did, so it didn't match. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't feel right. So it, I was able to look in the mirror at an early age and realize I don't like the rate or the road that I'm going down. I don't like how I'm being taught. I don't like how I'm being raised. How can I do different? And at that point, every person, every bit of the man that I am today, I have done what I could to make sure that I'm not the man that raised me. Mm-hmm. Up until I met the person that I now call a, a father figure who mm-hmm. helped me focus that energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in regards to what we taught, oh, if you're if you were raised in an abusive uh, household or or an alcoholic household, you can have two of the same children raised up under that. Yep. They both have an equal uh, uh, percentage and decision on whether or not they wanted to, to replicate that or not. Yeah, yeah. It's your decision. But how in tune with yourself are you to do so? So, so Chris, with your experience, um, which you were just talking about, and 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 how you were brought up, and then you had someone step in. What what are some expectations that you have in a relationship that that may be unspoken to the female? I'm going to speak both on verbal abuse and expectations. Okay. Okay. I was raised 
under a man who was verbally abusive. Okay. I can count on two hands how many times I was told I'm proud of you or I love you. Okay. Coming from a man-to-man's perspective. I had to get all of that from my maternal figure. Wow, that's deep. That's thus, deep. Thus making me more of an emotional male. And let me, and let me say this. Uh, men, if you're listening to the show, if you have sons, don't hesitate on saying how proud and how much you love them. I tell my sons that all the time. I smack them as well as much as I tell them I love them and all that and um and, and I don't and if you feel like you're being soft or that's or that's feminine or whatever shoot yourself go ahead yeah, no and and I and I might back that up check yourself because what's going to happen is don't be mad when your sons go seeking the approval from another male figure whether they're gang related mm. drug related mm. and you wonder why they ended up in the streets oh mm. my parenting was so good was it mm. cuz then you need to go check yourself in the mirror on where your parenting skills came from check that um, I give credit to my maternal figure uh-huh. because I was raised harshly under my father. Okay. But luckily enough, I had the ability to find a balance in that. Okay. Okay. Um, and so with that, I'm going to go into the expectations. I was raised by a strong woman. Okay. Therefore, going into a relationship, I'm not attracted to a weak woman. Ah. I'm not attracted. So when I see a so woman. So you like stubborn women. There's a difference between being stubborn. No, no, no. Stubborn is a neutral word. You got to remember, it's just like manipulation. That's a neutral word. It's used for the benefit or the destruction of another. Stubborn to me, I mean, this is to me. Okay. um, Is synonymous to rebellious. And in order to have rebellion, you need to have an initial force. I need to know what that initial force was. Got you. Talk. Talk. So... Oh. If that initial force was someone abusing you, you're now going to be pushing away from any kind of force whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. have yet to identify the wound that caused that. If you have just been had a hard life all your life, then any kind of force at that point, it, 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 you're going to want to rebel. Yeah. You need to identify yeah. these wounds. But that's the, me, me jumping into a relationship. I need to learn all of you, mm. past, present, so I can mm. build a future with you. Okay? Mm. Um, but I have I have high expectations for a woman because I was raised by a strong woman. Mm-hmm. She filled in the gaps of although a present male was absent in giving me the leadership that I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I need to learn to less, lessen some of those expectations or change them or even eliminate some of them because I have to also understand that the people or the influences that my mother had, you may not have. Wow. Yeah. So I need to think less of myself, and I need to learn more of you. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a quick one-minute break. When we come back, we're gonna, I'm going to give the final thoughts. We're all going to give our final thoughts, or, um, and then I'm going to close out, and uh, we're going to give all the social media plugs and where to follow us and all that good stuff. But listen, stay tuned. This is an amazing show, Relationship Series Part 2, Verbal Abuse and Expectations, Men Roundtable. We'll be right back after this quick 2.2. 2. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, little children, dogs and cats. Meow. <laughs> uh, it's your boy Randy Chu, a.k.a. Mr. Chu on that, a.k.a. Mr. Slap. Your great, 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 <coughs> great, great. Great, 
great, great, great, great, great, great, grandmother. And I'm here with my co-host, Christopher J., a.k.a. Mr. Essential, a.k.a. Mr. I'm Him. So act like you know. A.k.a. Mr. Okay. And I'm here with my other... Uh, Mr. Grant Tastic, uh, the jewel with the tool. I should leave it there because I don't want no one to feel some kind of way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. We're going to talk about this later. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, Stop. <laughs> um, so, listen. Tonight's show has been a banger. The topic for tonight's show has been Relationship Series Part 2, Verbal Abuse and Expectations. Had a men discussion roundtable. It's been tremendous. Um, I want to end this show with our final thoughts. Um, with that being said, um, Grantastic, start us off. All right. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for having me on the show, fellas. It's been a pleasure. Yes, sir. I've been a fan of the show, and I like, got to be on it. I was like, oh, this is, this is dope. This is the field. This is the vibe. This yeah. is what we need. This is what the community needs. And I just want to thank you guys for having me on the show. No doubt. Um, no doubt. Final thought. Uh, so, verbal abuse. Um, first of all, there's many different forms. It looks different in men. It looks different in women. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, wherever it's rooted from, you've got to handle your issues from where they're rooted from. I um, always talk about, especially this year, 2020, I've been encouraging black men, especially therapy, therapy, therapy. Because we have wounds in us, we have hurts that need to be handled and dealt with so we can be better productive in our lives, in our relationships, in our careers, as fathers, as brothers, as cousins, as just everything that we need to be. And that goes for women as well, but especially for men, especially black men, go out and seek therapy. It doesn't make you less of a man. And actually, when you go through it, you'll become a better man. And those little situations or those verbal interactions and arguments, you'll learn how to communicate with each other on a deeper level and a better level. So mm-hmm. I encourage everyone to find, if you can't find out what's going on with you, seek therapy, seek help, and that's it. Become a better person at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So that takes me into expectations. Um, just like uh, <laughs> Grantastic says, um, Wounds ultimately are going to be a lot of the source from where issues stem from, um, including expectations. You are going to ultimately have expectations for someone else based on those wounds, based on how you were conditioned, based on how you were raised, um, including to expect yourself from someone else. We need to kill all of that. If you're going to find yourself trying to seek a relationship, I'm speaking for men currently, um, Alleviate yourself and try to learn the other person. The whole purpose of that is so if you can't learn the other person and whether or not they're going to be able to be compatible with you, the whole purpose of a relationship is to relate. And so if you're just always seeing yourself, even in the other person, you're never going to truly know that other person, whether or not it's going to work. Um, so take out, take out those expectations. Um, there's nothing wrong with having standards. Um, but having too many expectations for someone else that's not you, someone you can't control, that's going to cause a lot of uh, issues in regards to relationships. 
I just want to say, first of all, as the host on the Chew on That show, I'm humbled to have these two brothers on the show with me um, because they, they bring a perspective that are, that is uh, somewhat different than mine, and I respect their perspective because they have truth in it. Um, and with that being said, um, one, I don't believe in everyone should have their truth. I think that's BS and that lacks accountability. Um, because if you're, if you're saying that your truth is a lie, then it's not the truth. It's a lie. Um, anyway, I, I said that to say this verbal abuse and expectations in relationships, um, is a very real thing. Verbal abuse amongst uh, significant others is a very real thing and has a more damaging effect on you mentally and physically than physical abuse does. Um, In fact, if you study, you will see that verbal abuse can can actually make your heart stop working. It could literally kill you. We call it stress. If you study the etymology of the word stress, you will understand that it deals with the brain and the mind working together. The heart talks to the brain, and the brain talks to the heart in order for the totality of your being to work. Message. And if so, the seat of emotions lie both within the brain and the heart. Um, And if the heart is damaged, the brain can't function properly. And if the brain is damaged, the heart doesn't function properly um, within that body. I say that because words are spells, which is why we call it spelling. When you say a bad word, we call it your cursing. Language is a type of sorcery. It has magical power. So when you speak certain words to your significant other in the atmosphere, <laughs> speak your truth, host. <laughs> Um, yeah, (laughs) that grip was strong too, brother. Um, when 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 you speak words about your significant other in the atmosphere, the only way for you to and when you go back to your significant other and you say I'm sorry for saying that, it doesn't dissolve the words in the atmosphere. What you have to do is you have to speak to the environment. And say, I renounce those words. And you have to say those words over again in order to destroy the spell in which you cast into your own environment. A lot of times our expectations are are birthed from abuse. And those aren't your expectations. Those are actually your experiences speaking. Expectations come from intellect. Standards come from experience. 
you can't say you want quality A if you haven't experienced B, C, and D. <laughs> message. And with that be, I'm just gonna leave it there. And with that being said, thank you. Pass the bucket. I'm trying to figure out where the offering plate. I just, I just want to leave with this word of prayer, Doc. Uh, <laughs> Listen. Thank you guys for listening to the Chew on That Show on True Radio Nation Radio Station. Um, it's your boy Randy Chew, aka Mr. Chew on That. I'm here with Christopher J and Grant Tastic. Today, tonight's show uh, was about relationship series part two: verbal abuse and expectations. Um, Grantastic, where can they follow you on social media? Oh, ironically, they can follow me on IG, Grantastic, the number is 71. That's me on IG. Hit me up right there. Bowie State, that's what you'll see. BSU, you know. Okay. Christopher J. You know. That was cute. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me on Instagram at unofficialmd. Uh Uh-huh. That's unofficialmd because I'm saving lives one haircut at a time. Okay, okay. I'm I'm at Mr. Randy Chu. That's Mr. That's M R dot Randy R N D Y C H O O. At Mr. Randy Chu on Instagram. Follow Chu Radio on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, the whole nine. Follow us, subscribe, comment on a post. Listen. Next week we're gonna come back with another banger and tell them we appreciate the family that's just been listening. Salute. And we are out.